Hello and welcome to the Chatter Cave podcast where we break down and review movies, TV on occasion, video games if you find one to talk about, and you know, and every now and again have a random conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm your host, Drinking Thomas Hughes. I'm joined by the lovely Hayden, aka Lickler. Uh, and today we're starting our spooky season. A bit early, but you know, it's because we've got to cram some stuff in. Yeah. So we're starting it a bit early. Go and get over those kiddie movies. Got to ease ourselves then yeah. into the horror. So uh, today we're covering... Adam's Family. No. What? It's because you won't pick those. I mean, we didn't have but... them, like... No. Oh, I got the wrong thing, didn't I? No, today we're going to be covering... Cousin It. The Thing. No, not the original. 19, whatever it was when it came out. The Thing from Another World. No, not the classic John Carpenter. The the Thing. Not the Fantastic Four character. Yeah, it's not that one either. I was, I was upset about that. No, it's the 2011 prequel, The Thing. Mm-hmm. Got two movies called The Thing and then... You've also got the original on top of that, the like black and white one. Mm. Jesus Christ! Uh, but yeah, the, the prequel, the thing from 2011, uh, the one where they were like, okay, we want to attempt the thing, but we don't remake it because mm. it'd be like trying to remake Jaws. It's not going to work. So we'll do a prequel, and it tries to copy the original. Obviously, mm. you've not seen the original, so you can't really debate that too much. Um, I was going to say yeah, but in obviously more modernized. Mm-mm. Um, obviously with a lot more digital effects rather than practical, but they did do practical until the studio went, looks unrealistic, put digital all over that. And made it and, uh, more unrealistic. Yeah, made it more look... I mean, the CGI's not terrible. It's I've seen way worse to CGI, mm. but there is a couple of moments that you say that you go, eh, but overall it's not as bad as some movies with CGI, mm. but... After seeing a lot of the practicals from the... I think there's a YouTube video. Because uh, I know there was a campaign at one point trying to get them to release the director's version. Mm. Um, and obviously they showed obviously the behind the scenes of them doing the practicals. Like um, uh, the scene with the two faces merged. That, mm. that was all practical. And then they fucking slapped all CG over it. Obviously seeing all that makes me go, okay, I kind of really wish to see the uh, practical version. Because then it would have felt mm. more adjacent. With, obviously more connected with the Carpenter classic. Because mm. that was all practical. So yeah, the practicals would have looked a lot different because it's more mm. modern practical than it was 80s practicals. Mm. But it would feel that like the films connect even more. Part of, obviously... It, uh, yeah, the films connect because the ending is the start of the next movie, yes. But um, it'd feel like they both connect even heavier because they both did the exact same thing of practical rather than digital. So, don't get me wrong, I don't think it's a bad film. I've seen way worse movies. Um, but in comparison to Carpenter's classic, mm. it is like switching shit all over the lens and saying, "Here goes the movie." Mm. That's that's not me saying it's like terrible. It's that's just me saying it's a, it was a le- there in comparison, but not a straight up disaster. It's like the interference is what made it bad, but everything else. It's like, it's, it is an interesting story because. It is interesting to find out what happened to the Norwegian mm-hmm. crew because all you see in the original, sorry, yeah. the Carpenter remake, not the original, sorry. Uh, too many fucking versions of this movie. Um, what you see in that, obviously, all you get to see is the bodies, the carnage, the aftermath. Whereas this is like, okay, let's show you what caused all this to happen. Let's actually take a deep dive into it and show you how this all started, how this then affected this American camp. Which mm. I like. I think that's a pretty cool idea. And obviously, then you get to see, you get to see 
where the how the, obviously the things were placed mm. like the dead bodies, the axe in the wall. You get to see all these sort of things, uh, and obviously uh, the aliens. You get, obviously you get to see where they found them before Kurt Russell found them, uh, which is I, I do like because I remember when this got first obviously revealed, I was like, oh, why they remade this movie? Yeah, and then I realised. Oh shit! It's a prequel. It's not actually a remake. It's a prequel. I mean, it's not the first time that's happened. That mm. there's another. I can't think of the time. There's another film that did that. I was like, oh really? Oh, this is gonna suck. And I was like, wait a minute. This isn't a pre. This isn't a remake. It's like it's a sequel or a prequel. Mm. It's it's completely different. So I do like that they chose to go further back than just give you the same movie again. Mm. Yes, they try to, but they do twists on it, like the experiment to see who's an alien. Yeah. Obviously, they're like, okay, we can use the blood. Blood's out the question. Okay, we'll look at the fillings. Implant and stuff. So mm. that they do switch it up a bit, so it's not a carbon copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's still obviously the, the idea of, oh, no, this guy's really bad. We need to try and help him. Oh, no, he's no turned to an alien. Mm. Yes, that is still used, but in a different way. It's not a dead guy. It's someone unconscious. <laughs> so they do switch it up a bit in comparison to how Carpenter did it back then. So I, I do respect that they tr- they hint at a little Easter eggs bit like, um, let's say Ghostbusters yeah. and the new Halloweens. They give little hints and Easter eggs to the past mm. without fully copying it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, this happened before. Let's mm. do it this way instead. This works even better for us. Mm. So I, I do like that they do that rather than just carbon copy. Because when it's a carbon copy, it's just like, what's the point? Just watch the original. Like, for example, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. First half, yes, fair enough. It's a complete new movie. Mm. Everything's brand new. Adding more layers to the character of Michael Myers. But then the second half is basically a carbon copy, apart from a couple of moments, like yeah. one character not dying, of basically the original. Like most of it is basically mm. the exact same. Stop dangling your neck, you fucking bullhorn. Um, but most of it is carbon copy of the last. They just change it to a certain different area of the house or... Mm make it more brutal mm. but it's basically the exact same movie it's just a case of okay why watch this weird weird movie when mm. i can go watch the classic more sleeker horror movie so it's that like that idea so i do like i would say that in, i would compare this heavily to yeah. rob zombie's halloween for the fact that for me they're both on the same level of mm-hmm. okay may as well watch the original but this has the exception over that because it's the prequel so you can get away with actually watching mm-hmm. this or not even watching it at all. Yeah. It's one of those ones where, like, it adds to it instead of just, like, taking away the experience. Making you not want to watch it. It's like, it's one of those ones where you could always watch it to make the original more richer, to be more fleshed out. But if you want to stick to the idea of <clears throat> it's a mystery, what the hell's going on here, <clears throat> then you can just skip it entirely. Yeah, it's like the Star Wars, the prequels, and the original ones and the sequels you don't have to watch the prequels watch the sequels but you could also you can it as adds, well it just adds to the history behind ones. it you can either add the history to all of anakin or have the mystery of who's luke's father it's all your choice and so, it's, mm. so it is whereas obviously like a remaking threats skip it if you wanted to mm. whereas this is the, this is the idea of Okay, I could just do like a remake and just skip it entirely, or yeah. I could sit through it and just see how they 
obviously intertwined perfectly. Mm. And I do like the fact heavily that the ending of the movie then perfectly aligns into the start of Carpenter's. Heck, mm. even the music, the music shift for the end credits when you see the guy hunting, the, uh, you see Lars hunting the dog, mm-hmm. that's Carpenter's music. That's the Thing's theme song. So they perfectly put that into the movie when it's actually slowly becoming mm-hmm. Carpenter's movie. So I really do like how they did that. The transition was perfect. Um, and it does then, obviously, as they set up the thing, mm-hmm. the, the the Carpenter. I'm just going to call it John Carpenter's The Thing. Because okay. I can't really say the original because it's not the original. Mm. The black and white version is the original. Carpenter's remade, remade that and just went, okay, let's put the thing. Let's just call it The Thing instead. Mm. But yeah, so it perfectly transitions into Carpenter's version. Mm-hmm. So I do, I do really like that, but uh, as I say, in comparison, just watch the original. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd skip the prequel. You don't really need to know what happens in the Norwegian camp. Yes, it's nice. It might be nice to go back after you watch the original. If you've never seen the original, mm-hmm. watch that before you watch this, because then that's mm-hmm. the more mysterious side to it. You know, obviously you'd be like, oh shit. Then again, you can then if you watch the original, you can then skip the prequel because you know exactly of oh, this person this. When it yeah. starts becoming this moment, like, that person's going to die, that person's going to die, that person's going to die. Heck, we don't even know what happened to Kate. Mm. Obviously, that, she's a character that intertwined, added to this movie, but then mm. you've never heard of her in the Carpenter version. Mm. So, did she just freeze to death? Did she make it to the Russian camp? No one fucking knows. Did she get abducted by the alien and shot off in space? No one fucking knows. But yeah, um, I don't think it's a total letdown. Mm. It's a total waste of time, sorry, that's not what it was after. <clears throat> but it, it 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 is one where it could have been better. I feel like mm. Gary the CGI went full practical. It yeah. might have added that extra. Yes, I don't think it would have reached Carpenter's mm. level, but it's it still felt more like the same film. Yes, it would have felt more like okay, now you can definitely mm. watch both back to back and not feel like it's two different movies. Because obviously it shows, it definitely shows the time yeah. when both were released of 2011 and 1980. I want to say two. Mm. I might be wrong there. But yeah, it's, it definitely shows the, the times of both releases with this CGI mm. and the practical. Whereas obviously back then they couldn't use more CG. It was more, okay, we need to do this practically. Whereas then here it's like, we've done it practically. Mm. Okay, now there's your CG. And just ruin the fucking uh, visuals, you arseholes. I'm pretty certain they changed the entire ending because yeah. of the CG. Like the studio went, okay, no, we need to change the ending entirely as well. Um, but I mean, they, they put a lot of effort into getting this exactly. Like, heck, to get the station right, because there's no blueprints mm-hmm. to do that Norwegian station. They basically matched the station. They looked at the original film, looked at the difference between Kurt Husserl's height and the roof, mm. and you t- like, matched his height to the roof to basically... Then go, okay, this is how we need the mm. building, the, the size of the building to be. Because he, he's walking around here, he's got, I don't know, he's got a couple of, like, he's got a feet different between his head and mm. the roof. Okay, we'll make sure it's, we'll start where it, like, where it would be, and then we'll add to it to make it to that mm. level. So they put effort into making it exact. Because then, you, obviously, if it wasn't exact, you'd be like, okay, this, this base looks a bit too big to be what they found yeah. in the original. But they do it perfectly to make it, Exact, and they put a lot of effort into doing mm. it, and so with the practicals and everything, it was just in the studio, fucking Universal, fucking it over. As usual. It's it's weird. It's usually Warner Brothers fucking it over, but this time it was Universal. Mm. Universal screwed everything up. Mm. And I mean, 
I, I wonder how much different it would have been in terms of how people would have reacted mm. to it. Because this movie technically bombed the box office. Mm. It was like a million or two shy of its budget. So that's technically a bomb. Yeah. If it hasn't reached, reached its budget or more, it's technically a box mm. office disaster. And this was. Critically, audience-wise, and pretty soon it was also a disaster. Yeah. Um, so I wonder what the reaction would have been from everyone else if they stuck to the original plan of CG, uh, not CG, practical. practical. I imagine it'd be at least a bit more higher. Because there's, there's a lot, I think, I'm pretty certain, there, I, don't, I can't remember mm. where it is on YouTube, but I remember there's a YouTube video mm-hmm. that basically shows off all the stuff. Mm. And that's what started making people go, okay, we want to see this version. Mm. We want to see the director's rendition of this. Because that's got to be a, a lot, look a lot better than this. So, mm. as I say, I have beef with the movie, but not as much beef as, you know, you think. Yeah, it's not Carpenter... as important to use, like, the Snyder cut kind of things. No, I mean, like, the, the, the beef is in, like, the movie being bad. Oh, I meant, like, the change. No. Oh, uh, don't get me wrong, I want, I want to see the, ch- I want to see the change. I yeah. want to see how the original ended it. Because mm. I, th- I think, obviously, that blue fucking column thing, that... CG block pixels had them send the bullshit. Oh, yeah. Uh, that wasn't in the original version, I don't think. It was something else. Mm. The big fucking hulking alien, I don't think that was in the original version. There's a, there's a lot online that you can read about where they change stuff. Mm. The studio basically forcing them to make changes. And obviously, that's when it kind of went kaput. But I don't have heavy hate on this movie, mm. but I don't have heavy love on this movie. I feel like it's just above average, personally. Mm-hmm. Like, 100% watching the Mexico. go. I really just want to go watch the original one again now mm. because I love the fucking Carpenter one. It's it's such a good movie. It's such a good influence on me. I mean, you can't see it's out of frame, but in a lot of my videos, there's a fucking frame portrait of the thing behind me. Is that? Oh, that the dog one. It's the thing. It just says the thing underneath it. Oh, right by the head of oh. fucking Ashley Slassy. It just says the fifth. Yeah, because it's covered up by his big head. So that's why I can't read it. But there's a husky. This movie has huskies. Oh. Which is another hinting, a way of uh, re- saying, oh, look, this is the original did the huskies as well. Yeah. Here's the huskies again. This is the... Uh, one Lewis, husky. <laughs> one husky, which is what causes the whole outbreak mm. in Carpenter's movie. Mm. So that's a good way of uh, giving the huskies origin story. <laughs> Hiding away, waiting for his moment to escape. And then fuck up Kurt Russell's camp. Mm. But yeah, it... It definitely feels obviously like the thing that obviously the people jump jumping through bodies, mm. but without the practical side to it and how the classic carpenter you know, score the building yeah. up, it just doesn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't think what else I can really say. I mean the characters are alright. Mm. I wouldn't say the worst characters. Obviously it's interesting because a lot of them are Norwe- obviously most uh, half the cast is Norwegian. Mm. Obviously that, that makes sense because it being Norwegian, Norwegian camp. Mm. So that makes sense that they utilise a lot more Norwegian-based actors, apart from obviously, uh, well, four, mm. five. Obviously, the main character, obviously, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm. Obviously, was in Birds of Prey, which we did cover last year. <laughs> um, obviously, um, I can't think, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. The guy from Fired Up. 
Oh, I can't remember his name either, but I know who you're in about. Yeah. The one who's also in NCS Los Angeles. <clears throat> and he's been in that since fucking Yeah, and not another two. team movie. Pretty much every sort of like... Epic movie, wasn't he in? Yeah, he's basically in every kind of comedy from the noughties. Yeah. Pretty much. And in the basic rip-off comedies. When they're yes, taking the piss. The spoof. ones. The spoof, spoof ones. Spoof one, that's the one. That guy. Um, mm. Obviously, uh, Joel Edgerton, who of course was in mm. um, the prequel Star Wars movies. Ironic, you bringing them up. Yes. Uh, since obviously he was... Uh, Uncle Owen. Mm-hmm. That's the most recent. He was back in Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, then you got um Adewale. I can never pronounce that guy's mm-hmm. last name. The guy who played Killer Croc in a uh, Suicide Squad. Yes. And um, the big fucking hawking creature in Four Dark World from the Horns. Oh yes, he was that. Mm. He was that. Um. And then that other American guy. <laughs> the one. American. The one who was asleep in the first meeting. Mm-hmm. That that's basically a cast of non Norwegians. Mm. Everyone else is basically Norwegian. So you know, it ma- it makes sense adding these of American actors just to give you an actual well known mm. people. Because if you put these other people Norwegian actors in, most American audiences won't recognise them. Yeah, the ones yeah. from Game of Thrones, but not at the time. Mm. So a lot of these actors, you'd be going, I don't know who these are. I'm I'm stumped here. They're kind of like nobodies compared to those. Yeah, the original had like, some not well-known faces, mm. but yeah, Kurt Russell, yeah, Keith David, <clears throat> people that are obviously faces, you go, okay, I've seen them in stuff before. Mm. Okay. They're the sell points. Yeah, so obviously that's the same thing with this, it's the case of, okay, we need to add a few mm. actors and actresses who've been seen in other stuff before. Yeah, there might not be big, big stars mm. at this point, same with the original, Yeah, but maybe down the line there will be. Obviously, Meredith Elizabeth Winstead obviously went on to do a lot of stuff over the years. Mm. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um, Scott Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim mm. Birds of Prey, um, Fargo. Mm-hmm. She's been in a lot of stuff since this movie. And then obviously you got, um, I said Joel Egerton. He's, he's, just a, he's not a big, big face in cinema, but mm. he does a lot of movies. Like Warrior, um, the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff he's been in. Cause he's been, I've seen him in a few things here and there. I just can't think off the top of my head. I said, obviously, Adewale, he was in mm. Lost. Obviously, that was, he was in that before this. Obviously, he might be the face. People go, oh, yeah, yeah Mr. E- Mr. Echo from Lost. People mm. might recognise him as that. Obviously, I also recognise him from Congo. The film mm. of the apes. The, one the not... killer apes. Yeah. Uh, it, was the one, it was one of the sort of soldiers that were helping him. Mm-hmm. He got killed in it. It was one when they ran them into the, the mine at the end. Mm-hmm. And that one soldier getting beat down the floor. Mm. That guy. That was him. He was in that film. I never knew until years later it was him. But obviously he's recognised. And yeah, I wouldn't say he's recognised for Suicide Squad because you can't fucking see him. Yeah, that makeup? But it's what he's known for. It, obviously, yeah. you'd be say, "Oh, he's this guy in Suicide Squad." You'd go, oh, okay, I know that guy's name. But that mm. was obviously after this. Same with four. These are stuff that you go, "Okay, he was this guy before." Mm. You go, "Yeah, I know who that guy was." So he's, but he's probably more. He's more notable for Lost as Mister Echo. Mm. And then the other guy, I don't know who the fuck he is. But obviously, so the other, the one from Fired Up is well known for these early 2000 spoof movies mm. people got recognised from that so but yeah they're probably the ones that they're throwing in love yeah they're not big stars at the moment but then the line you never fucking know they're going to be in some big mm. movies which all of them were all of them at some point have been in a big movie mm. apart from the one guy who I don't know who he is maybe he's been in a big movie it's just me not knowing who the fuck he is off the top of my head or at all I mean if I googled him I'll probably go probably oh my Jeez, god he's yes, that I know him from that movie <laughs> It's always the same. Always mm. the same like that. You always have that sort of reaction. But yeah, 
Um, I think it has its moments of being tense. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when it's like, okay, are you the alien? Am I the alien? We don't know who's the alien. Mm. Yes, it's been done before in the old one. Obviously, it's, it's the more. I mean, it's literally basically a game now. It's less. It's yeah. less. I can say Among Us, basically. Among Us. Uh, but it's it's basically less dragged out in this. It's mm. it's more the case of as soon as someone's basically infected, it's kind of straight away. It's not kept hidden till like mm. a later on moment, like it is in the original. Some some of them are kind of later revealed. Like yeah, yep, I'm I'm one of them. But yeah, I, I I just think it's just not as iconic. Mm. It's one of those ones where you're probably gonna forget about it. Mm. Uh, unless you decide to do a binge watch much both back to back, then you go, mm. okay, I remember this movie. It's one that if you were to watch it, you'd watch it with the the, the like original the thing, not on its own. Yeah, it's one of the sort of forgettable. <laughs> yeah, mi- like twenty the twenty tens horror movies. Because obviously remakes, sequels, prequels, from obviously like early 2000s to now mm. they're a big thing especially in the horror genre reboots are the big remakes and reboots are the big ones mm. it's very rare until Halloween came out they're yeah. starting to get these sequels rather than straight up remakes because mm. um, obviously that's one that started it obviously The Exorcist is having a go now that's having mm. a sequel but the same guy who did Halloween mm. David Gordon Green he's attempting The Exorcist um, there's a couple of ones but obviously the remakes are the big ones, so it's kind of a mm. shocker when they say we're not doing a remake, we're doing a prequel. Yeah. I do, I do give them credit for not going the remake not route, rebooting, re- being like, "Oh, look, it's the exact same film, but with more CGI, and here's here's the complete actors that are not as good as the original." It's more of its own kind of story that leads into the original, so it so it adds instead of taking away. So basically, you can, mm. sort of, can sort of watch both of, like, individually and not basically mm. worry about too much about the other one. You could literally go, okay, this is like a mysterious ending, yeah. the wolf's got away. Uh, whereas the next one, it could be the mysterious thing of, okay, where's this wolf come from? Mm. So you can sort of, you can get away without watching mm. the other one. But in this case, you'd personally watch mm. the Carpenter movie. It's one of my, it's one of my favourite movies out there. Mm. If you had to choose between. If you had to choose between the Carpenter movie, 100%. Mm. Hands down. Not if even you had the debate. time, you could watch both. I mean, I think I watched this one earlier this year mm. when I re-brought it on digital. I couldn't find my DVD of it, so I went, fuck it. It's like two ninety nine. <laughs> fuck it, that'll do. This was probably where much it's worth. £2.399. Mm. Um, so I watched it then, but I haven't watched it till now. And I had the same sort of thought as I have before. Mm. So I, it's just, you know, it happened. Okay. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Carpenter version all day long. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I don't think I'm anything else, can you? No. Gotta go straight to ratings. Yeah. Hello. I'm gonna drag it out after that of random stuff. Um. Okay, so if I was to give us a rating, as I said, it's, mm-hmm. I, I think it's. Somewhere between five and six point nine. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's below average, but I think it is somewhere between average and above average. Mm-hmm. If I was to give it something, yes, I'd prefer to watch the parents movies because they're more yes. fun. 
and they're not basically basically don't take it seriously. It's not like it's trying to redo a classic. Mm-hmm. So I think I was to give it something. I'm gonna say six point four mm-hmm. out of ten, which is a iron egg. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's irons and bronze. Yeah, so I think a six point four is pretty worth where this is. Mm-hmm. It's not pushing seven. I think that's a bit too much, personally. Yeah. Uh, but it's just pushed enough above the six mm. for me to acknowledge that. Okay, this is above average. So it's it's definitely mm. something. <laughs> I would say straight up six. Like it's yeah, not three, three reviews in a row. You just give six, I six, know, six. Yeah. Almost like I was meant to. <laughs> I'm the exorcist now. <laughs> Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it's for me. It's 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 a new film for me to watch. It's all right, but it's a horror film, not as interesting for me. But still, like I said it's above average. Average to me is five. That's so what I mean. Av- average for me is five. Six above, six to mm. seven is above average. Yeah, and so on and so forth. I mean, I literally have like a mm. a layer to how it. Classes they use, so we're both classes above, yes, average, which is fair enough. Um, if I can do my maths now, it's I think it's isn't it? I know what it is, it's slap banging. So, yeah, okay, I know what it is. Okay, so that gives the thing, uh, the chat cave average of 6.2, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, I don't need to calculate that, it's just in six, 6.4, two's in between, bing bang bong. Um. Okay then, MVP. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd say Kate. Kate, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, she was like the only the sta- main character. Yeah, she's, she's the one that stood out the most. She's a pretty smart character. I mean, she's the one that spotted the earring on. Mm. I mean, they do a really good job with that bit when he's yeah. first in the vehicle. It zooms in, like everything else yeah. in the background is blurred, mm. but it zooms in on the ear to Could show you see the her earring it? in the left, mm. and then obviously afterwards. It sort of pans again, and the earring's gone. That's when you're like, okay, what's going on there? Yeah. And then so she's like, no, I knew you were human. Your earring. Mm. It was your left ear. Mm. And I, lo- I do love that scene for the fact that you got the fucking the screaming of the yeah the alien like mixed in with it. mixed in with his like, mm. like the weird alien mm. scream. I do love that fucking shot. That's really cool. Really well done. Mm. It helps to confirm that she was right. She wasn't just. Going mad and burning the guy. Yeah, because she could just execute this guy for nothing. Yeah. So it is good that it's conf- <laughs> confirming in that moment. Um. Okay, then uh, runner up. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think that stood out really. Hmm. A lot of them were more like generic, generic cast members, really. Yeah, they didn't really have any. Hmm. The only ones that really like had like proper like moments really were obviously the Americans mm. and Lars who didn't speak English. Yeah. Who then went on to hunt the husky at the end. Um, it's the husky because it's the one that carries from this film to the original. You just want to give it to the husky, don't you? Yeah, I want to give it to. It's cute. Fine, <laughs> you can give it to the husky because he sets yeah. up he sets up the carpenter movie perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, favorite moment. 
I see. I said I really love that shot of the fire in the mm. the car, but I'm gonna give it to the end credits. Mm. The cop with the female at the top, mm. the constant cut in between who's in the movie and an actual shot, and obviously watching Lars and this helicopter pilot hunting the husky mm. into the next movie. So I feel like that for them to do that because I could have just had it run off. And then just had him go get in the helicopter and then ended mm. it there. Because that's how it could have ended. But they didn't. They had it end of him actually chasing after him. Mm. So I, I, I do like that. I, I think it would have also been cool if you, you saw like, the base in the background. But mm. obviously because it's going to be a, still a long run for the Husky. So I feel like the end credit for me is what gets my favourite moment. Mm. Yeah, okay. Me? I would say... Probably that moment when she first finds out the idea of she finds the teeth, like the fillings and stuff, and she's like starts working out oh, in the shower. The fillings in the shower, and you see the blood, and it keeps cutting towards that one guy who seems like he was like her. It's making him seem like he's the creature because he's obviously freaking out. He's seems like like someone who's just gone cold turkey. And he's like proper going out of it. And it's got the cocky of a guy who's like throwing jokes and stuff. And it's revealed he's the one, not there. I like at least that they made it look like it that guy and then spinned it. We're also having her work it out. They did, they did that a lot in the carpenter one. They mm. spin it around, like you sort of look at it and go, it's this guy. Oh, she mm. knows it's this guy. Mm. So it does that, does that obviously well to replicate the idea of trying to. It's a whodunit, basically. It's like a murder mm. mystery. But like without clue. the murder, without yeah, basically it's like clue, just without the, you know, killing with lead pipes is more. An eccentricness. <laughs> I'm an alien. I'm gonna kill mm. you that way. Um. Okay, so. Hmm, I'm trying to think of something else here. Um, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Would, what other movie would you think would ha- would work with a prequel rather than mm. being remade or or a sequel? So what other movie would you like? Like classic sort of movie, would you like mm. them to go back and say, okay, we're not going to remake it. We're going to take a step back here and see what how this obviously happened before this. Difficult one for me because I don't really know much classic films. I don't watch a lot of them. Like the only other classic film I've watched is Psycho, and that's because I was made to in college. I don't really know, honestly. Not a question for me to answer. <laughs> for the audience. <laughs> Lazy cat. <laughs> I don't know any. Um, well, it didn't technically have to be classic. It could be any. You say classic. So. Classic. Any any sort of movie that like just like like a big movie that you think okay that would really work as a prequel. I think John Wick could be a good idea. Like showing how he was like top of his game beforehand. Mm. Like it's not horror, but you know, and that is in the Continental series about the owner of the hotel. Mm. That's a TV show coming out next year. I feel like maybe it's like something about his early days and building up to him basically quitting to go with his wife. Mm. That would be pretty cool. Mm. Um, I don't think we're another one off the top of my head. Uh, um, hmm. I know they did obviously Forbidden Planet and Lost in Space. They're two linked mm. things. I think of some other ones. Obviously, Halloween's already had that idea of the Rob Zombie one, mm. but you don't really need to delve too much into that. 
in the newer storylines because you don't you need the mystery. Mm. You don't really need this backstory for Michael Myers. Oh, he's, he's got a bad family. That's why he's killing everyone. You don't really need that. You just need mm. to be like, oh shit, this has happened. Um, obviously, Aliens has done it a lot. Mm. Obviously, every Alien movie past mm-hmm. uh, the AVP movies have stepped back in time. Prometheus, Covenant. Mm. So they've stepped back to build up to this one. Predator's done it now. They've mm. stepped back. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to think of like some other like, well-known horror. I'm just looking around the room at other media things of, like, <laughs> of anything horror that I feel like that. Okay, that we'd see how mm. that would work. Um, hmm. It's tough. It's fucking tough. I don't think Jaws would work as a prequel. There's nothing to really you know, tell there. About the sh- following the shark. Prequel's basically following Nemo. There's, there's not. Re- there's nothing really they could do with that because mm. the shark just comes out of nowhere. It's like. Or you could really tell it's like a story about the shark attacking another town somewhere, mm. but there's no town nearby. Amity is like its own little island, so it just have to be it's, it attacking like yeah. a, the other side of the fucking ocean and swimming over to Amity. That's all they could do. Um, hmm. No reason for anything horror. Hmm. No. no. There is if 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 anyone can think of any. Put it in the comments that you think would work better as getting a prequel rather than being remade, mm. um, or even like a even given a sequel. So anything that would work well as a prequel. Obviously, Ghostbusters has got the sequel treatment. Mm. Um, there's not really too much they could do prequel wise with that franchise because obviously they just can't. They're the ones yeah. that came up with the idea of the stuff. So that those sort of, some movies work better as okay, we get this legacy sequel, but I want to mm. know from the audience. What movie you think would work is getting a prequel, then set it up into mm. this the original, like what the thing has done. So if you can think of anything, comments below, please. Um, I don't think anything else here we can talk about. Um, I can't really think. I'm trying to drag it Same. out like, another like a couple of minutes because we're really short on time here, and you know, unless there's just... nothing else, nothing else really. Okay then. Uh, oh, here's another thing for the audience to, to debate themselves. Oh, okay. Practical or digital effects? Which you prefer? I'm pretty sure it's gonna be unanimously practical, but okay. But if digital's done perfectly, if it's done perfect. Mm. Like if it's done spot on, that you go, okay, I didn't like. Uh, Beast, when we watched that recently, you like, mm. I, you looked at some of the shots of the lines, and you thought they were real. Like mm. if it's done that perfectly, would that look better than practical? You know what I mean? I think usually with that's more of a better mix. Practical for like making something realistic. Use the digital effects. Do stuff that the practicals can't. But yeah, I think it's better. They're better to complement each other than to just replace the other. We're still debate away <laughs> because we've we've run out of things to say. I'm gonna have to call this one short. It's gonna be a shorter episode than usual, um, because. I can't think of anything to say. It's still pretty long. Um, yeah, I mean, po- on podcast, I like to do 40 minutes, but... Oh, well. Um, okay, then, so that's it for the Chat Cave podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Next week, we'll be moving on to the Carpenter original, mm-hmm. The Thing, uh, which 
actually got a video game at one point. Mm. Like a proper thing video game, not Among Us. Um, Among Us is bad. I don't know. I've never played the thing game, so I don't really know myself. You played Among Us? <laughs> yeah, I played Among Us. We played it on the channel. Uh, both channels. All three channels. Yes. All three channels we played it on. That's true. So, you know, if you want to check out a video game that's like the thing, watch us play Among Us or check it out yourself because Among Us is a fun game when you've got the amount of people to play it, mm. which we've proved many times that small we numbers, can... it, it's very much <laughs> game over within five seconds, but the bigger numbers, like we did. Not on a stream. Uh, I think James is on a stream, but you can't get that anymore. I've got mm. it still, but there's some dodgy stuff happens in that, so I'm not going to post that anywhere. I.e., people's names. <laughs> Your friends mainly. Ah yes. Mm-hmm. They chose some very uh, dodgy ass names. Uh, yeah. But yeah, obviously it's it's proved their networks better. It's a bigger thing, mm-hmm. which is why these sort of movies work because it's a big group of characters, mm. and you can slowly trim them down until you've got, in this case, Vaughn. Well, two survivors. Yeah. Two survivors. And obviously, they then implement that as well in the pre- in the actual original movie. You're just adding more to the time, aren't you? Yes, I am. Okay, uh, that's it for then. Um, we'll catch you next time for The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next mm-hmm. time. Bye.